Blog Talk Radio. Hey, Dad, I'm here and you're here, and I'm excited about being here today because we're going to talk about relationships and what God and the angels have to say about the relationships, and I'm super excited about that. Um, I've got I got two get, people that are coming on, and uh, Jen, which I've talked about her numerous times to you. She's became a believer, and and I actually uh, I just love her. And yes, I see Jen, you are on now, <laughs> so um, yeah, we'll bring her on. And are you glad to be here? Are you glad to an, uh, answer the questions and share your knowledge at, about the Bible and God and and angels and and everything, right? Like that. Well, I'm gonna to try to share some of my knowledge. I don't have much knowledge, you know. I'm I'm a born again idiot. No, not idiot, uh <laughs> believer. But I lack a lot a lot of knowledge. I've studied and I've read and I hope we can share together. I'm not gonna teach anything new. I'll teach what the Bible taught me. That's my guy's book. By the way, I'm glad to be here. I am too. So um, I got a little story to share with you, and she'll be here in a few minutes. Well, oh, here she is. I told you Jen's here. So for her birthday, I got her a Bible. And, uh, and yes, yeah, not yet, Jen. Yeah, I'm going to bring you on in a second. Um, I bought her a Bible for her birthday. And uh, she... She what? What I think we're, I apologize about that, everybody, that got a little disconnected there. So I think that was my fault again. So I'm bringing Jen on, Dad. I told you she got her first Bible. And uh, Jen, this is my dad, Gene. Gene, this is Jen. Hi, Jen. Hi, how are can you? you hear me? Hi, Jen. I can hear you. Can you hear me? I can hear you just fine. Oh, okay. Cherie, you're supposed to text me. Um, where to start in the Bible? You told me the other day you wanted me to start somewhere. <laughs> I don't know where. That's okay. Yeah. It's all good. So anyway, I'm glad you guys are here. So uh, Jen's got some important questions, and if you guys can't hold, hear me, you will in just a second. So forgive me, and uh, um, I don't know what happened here, but it doesn't matter. Every it, we just we're still here, and we'll make it a great show. So Jen, I know you got certain questions you want to ask my father. Um, so, Dad, is it okay if she asks you a question? Oh my yeah, God, but I'd rather you ask Jim, them. <laughs> Jim, I wish you'd start. I wish you'd start in the Book of John. That's Matthew, Mark, Luke, John. That's where you need to start. I gotta write that down. It's okay. called the Book of John. No, it's the Book of John. Yes, the fourth book in the Bible. She doesn't know anything, Dad. So. I don't know anything. You'll help yeah. me find it, Teresa. I wrote it down. I will. I will. I trust you. I will. It's all good. <laughs> so, anyway, but yeah, she's um, Jen wants to be married. She wants to have a relationship. Uh, she's done a lot of work on herself to get that and cleaned out a lot of old baggage from the past. Am I saying this right, Jen? And that's um, a good way to put it. I think. <laughs> okay. I think we all do that. And so she she is wondering why God hasn't answered her yet. That's a good question. Why God why God has not sent her a man or answered marriage? What answered what what's she asking? What are you asking, Jen? 
Kiri, I'm going to let you clarify because I know that you'll know the better way to ask it than me. <laughs> she wants to know that, yeah, that's not true, but I, I understand. She wants to know um, why God has not answered her prayers to bring her man to her yet. Well, first of all, you can demand of God many things. Well, you can demand of God anything. But God's not requiring to answer your prayers as you pray them. God will mm-hmm. answer when he's ready. God will save when he's ready. God will do when he's ready. Now, I've asked many things for God, and certain times I'll get answer immediately. Certain things will go immediately. But at times, God puts us on hold and and tries to work with us so that we'd be ready for his answer. For instance, why don't God heal everybody when you pray? Why don't when a, when a person got cancer, when a child has mm-hmm. cancer, why don't God answer mm-hmm. that? Boom, just there. God knows everything. Mm-hmm. God God is great. God is good. God does everything, but he does his own timetable. We, we have limited knowledge. What do I mean by limited knowledge? You know, we can study, we can pray, we can study, study, study. But God knows everything. What happens if if you ask something and it affects somebody else, and the guy's not, our person isn't ready? It's like you, you ask for a man or a person in your life, and God's not ready to answer because he's not the man that you want. You don't even know you want, but God knows. God's got to get him ready also. But God knows the hearts of your person that you want to be with, God knows your heart, and when God is ready and he knows everybody's ready, on both sides of the fence, he'll answer the prayer. Yeah, okay. Well, you sound disappointed. Uh, well, I'm 49 years old. Does God understand that? <laughs> no, he does <laughs> old, sir. I'm so old. No, God doesn't understand age. There's no time clock in heaven. <laughs> Caleb, uh, a warrior for God, was 80 years old when he when he went to work for God. How old are you? 49. Well, Caleb was 80 yeah. years old. And he had to go. He had to go fight. He said, "I'm ready to go fight." I said, "I believe you are. Go ahead." So God doesn't deal in age. He doesn't. Deal, he, there's no time clock in heaven. God knows. I know, but life. like that guy fighting didn't have to be attractive and look a certain way, and you have to on this earth plane. What do you mean he didn't have to? He, I mean, he, he had to. He had to. He had to fight. He had to be strong. He had to be muscular. He had to do things that made his body look That's good. That's hard at eighty. Hard now. <laughs> That's hard at 80. God will answer your prayer, believe me, when both sides of that fence is ready. When the man that you're searching for or want, and you, Jen, want, and when God, mm-hmm. when Jen is ready, and the man he's prepared for you is ready, he'll bring you two together. I guess that's my but, concern that I'm going to be like 65 by the time I'm ready, and then I'm not going to have any time left. I'm very well aware how quickly time passes in this earth, and 
that makes me sad because I feel like there's just not going to be much time left to enjoy that marriage the more the time passes and it hasn't happened. Listen, I'd rather Get have ahead. one year. I'd rather have one year, okay. one year of beautiful bliss than 20 years of torture. And when I the wrong person... That too. Well, if you understand it, believe it. Because God... You Maybe can, that's my you problem. Can, you can move God with prayer. But God knows when everybody's ready. And boy, one year of bliss is happiness. It's real. It's unreal. I love God with all my heart. Sometimes I get up in the morning and I say, God, where are you? And God <laughs> said, I'm here. And I said, I don't feel nothing, God. You don't feel nothing because your mind is evil. But most people don't understand evil. Evil is not a little here and a little there, big, big there, big there. It's evil is when your heart doesn't long for God. My bliss is finding God. You mm-hmm. know, by the way, Jen, here's a true story. Mm-hmm. Here, here's a man, and I've studied, I've read the Bible through many, many times. Men mm-hmm. read the Greek and read Hebrew and, and just, just everything. But here's a man, mm-hmm. me. That wants to find wants a lady, but God's got to prepare him. I can't prepare. I can't find a lady. I searched around. There. I thought the other day I found somebody that I liked, but it wasn't. It's just God knows, and I leave it up to Him. Mm-hmm. I trust. Do you trust God? Yeah, I think I just have trouble with His timing. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> <laughs> he, he knows yeah. everything. How can you? He's he's impeccable. He knows everything. He is the. Have you ever looked at a person and thought, "Well, I wish I knew what was going in that person's head." We don't know. Oh my God! All God, the time. Well, God knows, but you don't. Trust right. him. T r u s t. Trust him. Trust God. He leads you. Again, uh, trust God. I have a question for you, Dad. And 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 by the way, Natalie's here. Uh, welcome, Natalie. I'll t- put you on in just a second. I told Jen. I said, God's got to prepare your guy for you, and you for your guy. And there's some some circumstances that are going on right now. And um, and I also told her this. You know, sometimes it's not about time, like a clock, like a you know, like one, two, three, four, five. It's about an event needs to happen. Events need to be in place, right, to prepare that person, prepare mm-hmm. Jen and him. Would, is that true? But, Do you think that? God will let you know the God will let you know the event. God will prepare oh. you you Jen and you the person you want before you ever know. He's got to, he's already prepared it. He's gonna answer your prayer. But it's his timing and you have to mm-hmm. trust him. You know, like you that's, got, yeah, you know, that's me. It's like, it's like the man you're looking for. You have to trust him. When you say I do, you got to trust him, and you got to trust God. Trust him. The most blessed thing that you can do is trust God. Yeah. Next, that's amazing. Okay. And you pray, pray. You say prayer brings it closer. Did you not say that, Dad? Always pray. 
continual prayer. I, before I came on today, I prayed to God. I said, God, lead me in this discussion we've had today. I don't know what you're going to talk about, but God lead me. I trust him. He will. He'll lead me. He'll lead you. He'll lead everybody. Is that a, know, yes. a simple way to 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 pray, like just say, God, please trust me? Because, uh, sir, I don't. I didn't. I wasn't raised around a lot of people that prayed, so I feel like I'm learning through watching other people pray. Yeah. You know, when I pray, uh, boy, it's another subject. But when I pray, I don't. I close my eyes sometimes. I just close, I, I pray when I'm driving. It's spirit mm-hmm. of it's it's just I know within my life and within my heart. Prayer is the answer to everything. The Holy Spirit, Mr. Holy, as T calls him, calls him mm-hmm. Mr. Holy mm-hmm. leads my prayer, leads my life, and he and I visualize God. Do you visualize God? Not when I pray. Not when I pray. I've sensed him when I've meditated. I you couldn't meditate, describe him though. I can sense him. <laughs> Sometimes I can hear him. You can uh, learn God's Is that wrong? look. No. No, that's cute. I love that. Always, You're brand new. You're brand always, always think of God as your buddy. B-U-D-D-Y. Always think yeah. of God as your child, as your father, as your mother, as everything. He is everything. He's everything you can think of. God is your friend. Most people don't. Think of God as your friend. T absolutely thinks of God as your friend. But I know better mm-hmm. that God is your friend. When So therefore, I don't have any problem praying. I don't have any problem in my mind as I'm talking to you. I don't have in my mind that God had me. Last night I was talking to a guy, a tough guy. I will tell you that. Now, tough, not tough like masculine and all that, but tough in his mind because he does not believe in Christ. He had a hundred thousand questions. I'm a little exaggerating there, but his his thought was, and I was preparing my defense for him and, and my offense for him. And at the same time as preparing all these things, I was in my heart. I was saying, "God help me with this. God help me with this." That's prayer. Was I talking out mm-hmm. loud? No. Was I thinking out loud? No. But it was always constantly. If it counts, if you're having that conversation in your head. Yes. Tree, can I ask him a question? I'm afraid to ask him, like, well, based on our talk today, I mean, part of me wants to ask him, but I kind of feel like I shouldn't or you're going to slap me for it. Like, if God would use the visuals he uses and those visuals aren't true. You know those visuals I'm talking Um, about. We can, we can table yeah, that. I, you, I, this yeah. is a recorded, so be very careful. I know which one you're talking about, and I have told him about it. So I'm going to ask you to to say it, you know what I mean, uh, but not that. Why don't you not, ask not it in the proper language? Uh, <laughs> are you talking about timing? Are you talking about when you and uh, Jesus were the working person. together? Or no. No, the, the visuals I get on okay. the person. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. No, you asked. That's fine, because I thought you were going to say something about different about Jesus, and then. Uh, oh no no no! I, I won't ask about that. Well, I do have one Jesus okay. question though. 
Um, but sticking with the person. I meditate and I get visuals and answers on who I think my husband's going to be, and they show me a person that I wanted to marry several years ago and was the only person I ever wanted to marry. And Therese says, well, sometimes that's just a symbol. And if that's just a symbol, I think that is the cruelest thing that God could do. Because I don't know why you would dangle that carrot in front of someone's face. And I'm, I'm, I'm having trouble with that because it's very repetitive and it's very strong. And the messages that I get from that visual person are very clear. And if it's just not him, then I don't, I don't think it's nice that God shows me him. Dad, I, can I clarify that a little bit? So Jen, no, yes, forget about everything. <laughs> I, I, he, Jen, in in the past, has forgot about everything and focused totally on him. And I I think that she had to let go and let God. And because when you do that, then you you let you let God work you know work his magic and the angels work their magic so that you get what you're looking for, um, or what you what what God brings to you that you're it's better than you ever thought it could be. That's my feeling about that, but she would forget and just totally focus, and it wasn't time, and I knew that. And so, anyway, what's your thoughts on her, what she's telling you, Dad? I'm sorry, Jenna, had well, that on there. It's okay. Well, you're, you're saying God dangles a person, or do you dangle that person in front of you? That's the guy that I want, or the guy that I need. Is that God, or you? Um, the way that the visual came back to me, I feel that um, it came from out of left field after many years. So I don't feel like I personally tried to make that visual happen. It was very shocking, to say the least. Well, if you're, if your mind is wonderful, you, you have a great mind. You have a great mind because God. Well, we're all dangerous because we are go in front of God. But remember, whatever is dangling in your mind through meditation, God allows it. But you have to fight if it's if it's the rule. I mean, if it's wrong, you have to fight that. You, but believe me, God is not going to give you something that is not worthwhile. God is not going to give you something that will not draw Him draw you to him that's God the man that you want is a man that if if God says this man is for you God will have him prepared I know that it's, the miracle happened that whether the guy's dangling in front of you is uh, some pervert or not pervert or some person that's in wickedness God's not going to allow it to happen you have to trust God. So the man that's dangling in front of you through your meditation, God will allow you to have this meditation because it, it's him that God is able to use. Trust God. I can't be more explicit. Trust God. And now, okay. what do you like? I, I, can I ask you a question about Jesus? Sure. So, Therese... Well, I, Jesus is very nice to me in meditation. I'll just leave it at that. 
Um, yes. But Therese says that he, his purpose, well, I don't know if that was his sole purpose, but he died for all of us? He died for the world, I guess, yes. my, yeah, my human brain has has a little bit of trouble understanding why this person that I didn't know was going to go get so tortured and die for me. Like, I don't, that just, that's a very drastic thing to do. Well, it is. I question God many times. God, I'm going to say something, it's it's going to be hard because I have to explain it, and I'm not sure I can explain it in the time that we have. Oh, okay. So I didn't realize it. Long question. Wait, sorry. No, it's a good question. Because why did God prepare Jesus to die for us, to die for everybody? My brother climbed a fox out of his foxhole, climbed up about uh, 60-some feet to a berm there and destroyed an enemy. And with that, he got killed. Bullets tore his body apart. They shipped him back home to my home in North Carolina. And we buried him, but we buried bones, just bones in the dog tray. But he fought for a reason. And Christ fought for a reason. Christ, the the world was inundated with sin. Now, you know what sin is. But God, God said, you know, son, you're going to have to go down and you're going to have to defeat the devil. Satan. And doing mm-hmm. this, you have to die for all the sins of the world. So why did he die? So that Jen could look at that death and say, God, I know that you're there. I know that you're dying for me. And you got to believe that. Trust Is it God. similar to like the idea that the founding fathers of our country fought to give us all this freedom? Maybe that's not a good analogy, but that's where my brain went. Uh, it's all right. That's a good analogy. Anybody that fights for freedom, fights for what is right, they're doing it for with a mm-hmm. purpose. Christ did it for a purpose, the sins of the world, and he knew that. Because mm-hmm. so, I feel like sometimes I feel guilty when I when I pray or think about it or tree and I talk about how Jesus like loved me and died for me, and I'm sitting over here in my human body like, Jesus doesn't know me. Like, I just kind of feel a little guilty. Don't feel guilty. God knows you better than I, better than T, better than anyone. He knows your thoughts. He knows why you're trying to think. And you know what? Satan himself puts all these thoughts in your mind sometimes because he doesn't want you to believe. But yeah. God believes. Trust God. Can I say <clears throat> Sir, do you think that, that God can, can save New York? Because I don't, we we're starting to think that there's a very godless city here, and my one girlfriend thinks that God's gonna like have a, I don't know, tsunami come in because it's so godless. It's not a part well, of the country think, where a lot of God talk here. I don't think that we uh, can uh, make predictions about God doing that, but God does forsake cities. He forsakes people. You know, God will only deal with you. Not you, Jen, but God the only because mm-hmm. you're born again. God only deals with people, but after a while, He quits. He quits all because they're not connected to Him. 
Well, of course, they, they, this, they're sinless. I mean, they're, they sin all the time. And I know. You guys, you I've know got a, I, I, I got somebody else that's here that wants to, to ask a question. Jen, oh. I'm going to give Dad your Thank number. You, and Thank Dad, you, sir. Thank you. Can I Damn. give you guys each other's number? Oh, I'm okay with that. Okay. Okay, good. I'll send it uh, after the show. And uh, Dad's real good with this, Jen. I knew he, I told you he, he would be amazing. So, um, Dad, I've got uh, Natalie on the phone, and then there's another person. I'm not sure who this person is, but Natalie, you got, you, you got a question, and I know you've been going through a Hi. heartache. Uh, hey, so uh, this is my dad, Jean. Jean, this is Natalie. She's actually local. Hi, Hi Natalie. Thank you. Um, yeah, I've been that. having, I'm sorry? No, go ahead. What's up? Um, I've been separated from my husband for about eight or nine months now and for many different reasons, but I feel that I've prayed so much for guidance and for answers and then one day I'll get a sign pushing me one way and then I'll keep praying and then I'll get a sign pushing me another way. Like one one day I'll get a sign that, okay, maybe it's time to, you know, to get divorced and cut it completely. And then another time we'll get another sign saying, okay, maybe we should try a little harder. I'm just a little confused as to maybe which way I should be going. And I don't know how to interpret the guidance and the prayers, I guess. You know, Any advice on how I can interpret it? Well, is, he, is he a Christian or born again? Is he, he, he is. We, are, we both are. Do you both have you pray together? We have it. We've been separated for eight months. And Physically I think the most or? we've seen each other has been this, these past two weeks. Is he physically separated from you or mentally? Uh, physically. He lives somewhere else. Okay. Well, that's a tough question because uh, God knows that when you're born again and when you're with God that God expects you to honor your husband and your husband honor you but sometimes it becomes unbearable you cannot do it you try everything can do but if he's a Christian and you're a Christian don't push God now he's going he's gonna to test you and he's going to try you but there'll be a time when it all work out or it will not work out. But as I told Jen, you have to trust him to do what is right. But you got to trust yourself. Right. To, to leave a person, to to go away from that person, you can't do that unless the Holy Spirit, the Holy, leads you. Mr. Holy will lead you to the right time and do the right thing. I want okay. many times, I want many times to, to say, Holy Spirit, help me out. And I talk to him just like he, I'm talking to you. I don't have any problems. I talk to God like I'm talking to you. I, I don't put God up on, a plan, uh, up on a platform. I say, God, help me. God, you know what's right, and I know what's right, but now help me because I want to do this or that. Don't do that. Trust God, and he will lead you. Okay. 
I wish Thank I could you. tell you that. I wish I could tell you, yep, and divorce him. Or, yep, I'll tell you that he's coming back, but I'm not God. I'm right. a mouthpiece of God. But God will say one day, Natalie, it was a Natalie. Your name is Natalie, right? Yes. Okay. One day God will say to you, Natalie, here it is. Here's what you got to do. And he will be as plain as a, as a jar of my gut and has called Jiffy on it. Jiffy peanut right. butter. <laughs> I love peanut butter. <laughs> right. Absolutely God will tell you. So that's God. Say, God, why aren't you being real to me? And he will be real. Okay. Next question. Uh, thank you. Okay. Oh, Natalie, I'll catch up with you later. Okay, I've got somebody here. Hold on, Dad. Okay, we'll see what we got. Hi, this is Cherie. And who who's calling? What's your first name? Hello. Sorry? Hi. Hello? Oh, Dad, we lost her. I don't know who she was, but sorry about that. Um, anyway, so I've got a question for you, uh, and this one's – and uh, Natalie had to go because she's at work. Um, so my question to you is, uh, like, when you – can you marry a non-believer, or do you need to marry a believer as a believer? That's my question for you. Uh, well, it's easy to answer because uh... – God tells you, I mean, the Bible, B-I-B-L-E, tells you what to do. God, I mean, the Bible tells you, as God says, marry within your own ranks. Marry a believer. Date a believer. A lot of people say, well, I'll, I can convert this guy. I can, uh, or this lady, I can make her do this and that. And, but believe me, it's a lot easier if they're both born-again Christians. There's words right. that I can use like shy away from these people. I uh I was with some people last not before last and uh listen, I live in uh a uh a sin filled world but I was brought here as a ministry and the guy was guys and girls both were cursing God. I mean not cursing but just that's all they did was blank and blank, and blank, blank. You know, and I have to, I have to, I'd hate to be married to that and live in that time. I've got to live it every day. But I have a ministry here in a sin-ridden world. And God is gracious and God is faithful. I have to get in my car and drive out to the airport or drive out to an area and meditate. God help me. And he does help me. It helps anybody, but believe me, it's a lot easier when you're around people that are Christians and are saved and born again and believe in God. That's my way of thinking. God tells you that also. Well, it's a lot easier uh, said than done sometimes, but we all got to go to boot camp, right? (laughs) That's what I call (laughs) boot camp. <laughs> anyway, that's the only question I had. That, and we are out of time. Just so you know, uh, I I was able to stop them from sending the beepers, but that never really happens. So, um, thank you, 
that and uh, thank you for Jen and Natalie for listening in and, and others that have listened in. And I'm sorry we all lost the other young lady, but uh, uh, you guys take care, and we'll see you, uh, you next sir. week with my dad. She said thank you, Dad. All right. Thank you, guys. Dad? Appreciate it. I appreciate Bye. everyone. Okay. And uh, Tia will give you the phone in the room when you ask her, and uh, I'll be happy to uh, answer your calls and talk to you privately. I don't care who it is I've talked. All right. Fair enough, Dad. I'm going to get Bye. Bye. Goodbye. Okay.